Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. So we're picking up our creative biographies. This is from the book, The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. She has mm-hmm. 33... 33 <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We're not I'm taking like, that I'm like out. having a, a mad, <laughs> mad wedge moment. <laughs> That's awesome. This is one of those exercises that turns your brain into mush. It really does. It is. This is like our fourth one recording in a row, fourth podcast. So anyway, 33, um, 33 questions. questions. And we are on, let me compose myself here. We're on question number 23. Uh, when confronted with superior intelligence or talent, how do you respond? Mm. Now, well, it used to be different, but now I'm sort of used to that, you know? I've kind of exposed myself somehow. I probably, it was an accident. I probably didn't mean to, but I um, have exposed <laughs> myself to people who are um, very good at what they do, you know? Uh, clients, you know, people that I've met over the last few years. Um, so I would say I observe that's probably the thing I do the most because mm-hmm. now I yeah. see sort of the, I want to know what I can learn from you, from whoever, you know, um, no matter my perception. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it causes me to stop at first, you know, and just pay attention now um, in a way that I would have probably been super threatened by, you know, 10 years ago. Um, it's a little yeah. different now. It's easier to just kind of be like, whoa, dang, okay. Okay. Let me take a minute. Let me take you in, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Let me take you in. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, it's a, it's a, there's a tension. Yeah. I think it depends on the scenario, but there, there yeah. are times when same deal. I want to learn from them. I want to be friends with them. I'm yeah. super, you know, I'm, I'm, I admire them. I'm really impressed by them. Um, and I, I want to watch what they do. Um, right. and learn. But I think there's also this part of me that feels then, um, feels inferior, feels mm-hmm. like I, I need to be threatened by that. Yeah. Um, so it's, there's this little bit of attention. I'd say nine times out of 10, it's the, I want to observe them and learn that that wins out. Sure. But every once in a while, I'm like, oh, yeah. this is creeping up. Got to yeah. pay attention to that. Yeah. Um, Okay, when faced with stupidity, laziness, hostility, okay, mm-hmm. I can't read my writing, or indifference in others, how do you respond? So let's say, I think she answered these all in one word, like same deal, one word, one word. So when faced with stupidity, um, how do you respond? Frustrated. Deeply frustrated. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Exasperated. Yeah. Um, laziness. Oh, with each word. What was the first one? Yeah. Stupidity. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, that's different. Um, stupidity, yeah, it would be more like exasperated. That that would be it. Um, okay. Laziness. Oh, annoyance. That's true. Yes, yeah. I totally annoying. It also just 
I just don't have a lot of tolerance for it. Yeah. Um, hostility. Mm, that's another no for me. Like I'm, I'm out. If it's toxic, yeah. I'm out. Yep. <laughs> I was going to say the same thing. Like just nope. Nope. <laughs> um, indifference. That's probably frustration then, you know? Yeah. Frustrated. I don't, I don't dig that. Yeah. I think I, I just, uh, question, Mm -hmm. like, I just don't understand it. Um, okay. And then number 25, when faced with impending success or the threat of failure, how do you respond? (laughs) So there's like two polar opposites there. So how about let's break them up. So when you, um, when faced with impending success, how do you respond? Well, probably like, well, I mean, I think that's when I do okay. (laughs) That's when when I'm like, all right, I'm I'm here. I'm I'm ready. (laughs) What do I need to do to keep this train moving? You know? Um, So yeah, probably pretty well. Uh, with impending success. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I get giddy and, and nervous yeah, about success. Too. Like, well, how, how successful, because sometimes successful can mean like success can come with a whole bunch oh, yeah. of crap that is oh, yeah. not fun. So I think there are times when, um, I'm excited about the success, but I'm also nervous then about, okay, what if it's too successful? Mm -hmm. What What kind of things is it going to bring out of the woodwork that are not enjoyable? So I think it's a little, there's a little bit of um, nervous anticipation there too. And then what about impending failure? Um, hmm. Uncertainty, you know, that I just mostly feel uncertain and I don't, I'm a, I know where I'm going kind of person. So when I feel... Now, failure for me is not so black and white. Like, I don't view everything as a failure. And I even, we wrote a, you know, blog post about this today. You know, I got a pretty big no recently. No's are hard, you know, but I don't view them the same way I used to. But uncert- the uncertainty in the perceived failure, it just, yeah, that's what that makes me feel is just a little um, floundering. You know what I mean? Like, okay, I got to re, I got to rebalance. Um, it's, I'm jolted by it more than anything. Yeah. I think it brings out my anxiety quite a lot. Sure. Um, and, and it's in that uncertainty It's yeah. well, how, how bad will this fail? Yeah. And there are things like, you know, you're doing a project and it fails and it's like, okay, fine. You know, if the yeah. stakes aren't high, I, it doesn't bother me. But yeah. if we're talking about high stakes, public failure that involves a lot of money or oh, that yeah. involves disappointing a lot of people, then man, my anxiety can, can kind of go through up. the roof. Oh, yeah. Me too. yeah. And I start to really care about like my, the perception of me mm-hmm. and, you know, just, um, yeah, all of that, just waiting for it to be over. Um, when you work, do you love the process or the results? Oh. Now the process, now mostly the process, you know, um, Three years ago, results all the way, you know? Um, yeah. I mean, I enjoyed the process. It was fun. But now the process is sacred to me in a way that it mm-hmm. never was before. Not ever. Yep. Mine's both. Yeah. I like both. And there are times when I love the result more than I love the process. And there are mm-hmm. times when the process was great and the result just, just stinks. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I think I, I can kind of go in both camps. Um Okay, number 27, 
at what moments do you feel your reach exceeds your grasp? Hmm. Well, I mean, when I have, yeah, <laughs> when it is doing that. Yeah, when my, <laughs> my willingness and my desire to do and to be and to grow and to expand is just not humanly realistic, you know? I mean, that's it for me because I will... Yeah. I will tell myself that I'm capable of things that really are just not, um, they're not super healthy, <laughs> you know, like yeah. some, again, like we talked about stopping, resting, all that stuff, you know, so I would say for me, it's the, uh, that opportunity, you know, um, temptation, you know, to, to say yes to too much, to take on too much. That's probably, that's probably it. That's when I, I kind of hit a, a pretty hard wall usually. Yeah, I think for me, it's just having too many ideas that I want to do. And then yeah. it's it's time. It's the it's the battle with time. Yeah. Um, that's pretty consistent for me um, that I even say not even just say yes, like I even just plan and put deadlines, mm-hmm. impose deadlines out for myself. And then, you know, I, I just can't do it's it. It's not all. realistic. I, have to, I yeah. have to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I do feel that way oftentimes when I'm painting. I have a vision of, yeah, you know, that, that I can do this and then I do it. And I'm like, oh, this, I'm not, I need to get some more technical skill here before I can actually, you know, achieve this, what I'm going for. Mm-hmm. Um, so, number 28, what is your ideal creative activity? Oh. Hmm. Well, I have two. I mean, I just want a paintbrush in my hands and loud music on. You know what I mean? Midday, mm-hmm. noon sun coming in, lots of light, um, lots of energy. You know, whatever the project is, whatever the, yeah. Um, you know, even if I'm just filling up my sketchbook with like a palette, you know, I mean, even if that's all it is. Or mm-hmm. early, early morning, it's like, just sun kind of coming up time. That's that's mm-hmm. that's perfect um, writing time. And then it's usually either deathly quiet because how lovely is that? Or you know, so I'm I'm a weirdo with music. You know, I like all kinds. So I'll have classical or instrumental music going. You know, when I'm writing. Mm-hmm. So and with coffee, a hot drink. You know, hot tea, hot coffee. Those both of those. I can't pick which is my favorite. I, I can't. So for, for me, it's definitely painting. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 any kind of painting, whether it's painting a piece of furniture, painting a wall, mm-hmm. um, painting on a canvas, painting in a sketchbook. Mm-hmm. I just love painting. Yep. Um, what is your greatest fear? In life? <sighs> Let's just say your biggest creative fear, because then we're going to like <laughs> losing your children or, right, you know. Let's, so biggest creative fear. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just, um, we're going to try not to pause too long. I, I know, I it's think like, I, I think I know. How much dead but, air can we have in an episode? Right, That's in a what podcast. People can't see our expressions. I mean, I've got my face in my hands right now. Um, She's thinking. I'm thinking. I, I would say, I would say that I don't, that I, that I do nothing with this, you know, um, yeah. that I let fear or time or, doubt, insecurity, um, responsibilities, any, any of those things get in the way of me doing what I want to do, you know, 
um, which is like I said, to use, to use my words for, for good and for connection. Um, that's probably my biggest fear is that I won't do, I would just won't do it because I'll, I'll stall, I'll get paralyzed. Um, and then I'll look up and I will have had everything I needed to do it. And I just would have chosen not to, you know? Yeah. I, I think that's it. I think <laughs> off the go. I think maybe for me is not having enough time to do everything I want to do yeah. to become everything I want to become. Maybe yeah. that. Um, but I think I also have a fear of that that what I do won't matter yeah. in the long run to yeah. anybody. It's just going to end up in an auction one day and it just won't really matter. Just some mediocre paintings left by some lady who did some painting, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, that's it. So I, you know, I do want, and I think it's hard to define that, but there's that fear anyway. Um, number 30, what is the likelihood of the answers to either of the previous questions? No, previous fears happening. Okay. I thought either of the okay well let's just say what's the likelihood of any of those fears actually coming to reality hmm real. I was writing these like very quickly so I probably messed that one up <laughs> that's okay <laughs> good lord I'm getting like a neck ache just the strain <laughs> the strain, the strain, the of, strain thinking. of thinking um, through these things yeah no I mean I We're would almost say done. The likelihood is, you know, truthfully, I think it's up in the air. It's half and half. Yeah. You know, it's like, yep. on one hand, I absolutely don't think it's likely at all. I'm going to do this because this is what I love and I want to do it and I want to share it because if it helps one human, if it helps me be healthier and more whole by sharing it, by expressing it, then it's worth it. So on that hand, I say not likely at all. On the other hand, um, the the voice that says it's already done what else is there to say um that's a pretty daunting voice some days you know and just even responsibility and time you know making it as much a priority as grocery shopping that's a challenge you know sometimes so um yeah I mean I would say it's up in you know it's up in the air It'll, it'll yeah. be a conscious daily choice, you know, it, it just will. Yeah, I think for mine, I mean, I have how much time I have and I, and I have, I can make the most of the time I have. So mm-hmm. that's within my control as far as like, it won't matter to anybody. Um, I know that my work already does matter and has mattered yes. to a lot of people. So yes, it does. Does it matter if it's still going to matter to anybody 50 years from now or a hundred years from now, like that it doesn't matter. It it matters to people now. So that's a pretty, pretty groundless fear. Right. Um, And maybe a bit of a very self-indulgent fear, you know, Mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Um, Which of your answers would you most like to change? Hmm. Thinking back. Oh, good Lord. (laughs) I can't even remember them all at this point. Um, probably, yeah, probably that that fear. I would love to change that. I would love to never, ever think twice about what it is that I want to say 
because I tell myself, even even subconsciously, because for me, it's not always a booming voice in the forefront of my mind. It's a very subconscious fear that uh, looks a whole lot like procrastination or busy. You see what I'm saying? So it's tricky. Totally. So I would love if that would go away. That'd be great. Because then I'd just be pursuing yeah. it with reckless abandon, you know? I think I would change. I wish that I was never, ever threatened by people who were, like, smarter and more talented than I am. Yeah. I wish that yeah. the whole piece was just I was inspired by them and could learn from them. And while that's a big, that's, like, the biggest piece, I wish there was never any of that yeah. feeling yeah. threatened. That it was all about being happy for their success and learning from them. And so... um yeah. What is your, this is 32, so we have two more questions two to go. Two more, two what minutes. Is your idea, <laughs> Sorry. What is your idea of mastery? Oh, gosh. Mastery for me, I think, does involve some recognition, or in my mind it does. Um, yeah. I don't think that's actually, re- I don't think that's true. I think you can be very masterful and um, only your family knows what you do, you know, uh, whatever mm-hmm. the, the art is or the the creative work is. I don't think it has to have a large audience, but that's what my mind perceives, you know, is that it involves recognition um, of you being a master in it. Um, so, what I want that definition to mean for me and what I will choose to try to pursue is that um, it's about, it is about the process and it's about, like we've talked about before, be the verb, you know, doing, doing the work. Um, I want, I want to look up when I'm old and say, you know, this is super vulnerable, but I mean, you know, that I wrote the book even about my life that I didn't even necessarily want to you know, want to publish, but that I wanted my children to read because as people, I want them to to read it, to know that their mom was a real flawed, broken person, you know, just doing the best that I could. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would say if I get to that place and I can hand them that, you know, one day, um, that's mastery for me. And that's what I'll choose to view it as, um, when, even when it's hard, you know? I think mastery for me is someone who has put in the time to practice, to research, mm-hmm. to learn, and um, has kind of implemented it all um, yeah. over a, you know, over a sustained period of time. Um, to me, that's that's mastery. When I yeah. think of someone who's a master, I think of someone who's been doing something for decades and... Um, yeah, has has achieved this level that's kind of beyond just what most people get to. And I yeah. I would love to be someone who achieves, you know, a level of mastery in yeah. in uh, in some sort of art form. Yeah. And then um, number thirty three, what is your greatest dream? Oh, greatest dream. You know. Lord, I may start crying. Good. I mean, I'm sweating. This is like... <laughs> I'm like, oh, wouldn't it be so fun to do all these questions and we'll just answer them real quick. Right. Shada's like... Sure. No sounds idea. fun. <laughs> you know, also, by the way, dear listeners... Biggest fear. I'm greatest not super... Dream. I'm pretty private. <laughs> 
<laughs> I really only share. I really only share these types of things now with a very select few. <laughs> Even and everybody right. who's listening to our podcast. That's now. right. Even though I do write, it's you know again. There's a little armor in that. You know, this is this is very unnerving. Um, yeah, I would say. Okay, greatest dream that I would write one one piece of of work, one piece of of literature, probably a memoir. Mm-hmm. That would be that would be life-changing for for some people or 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 life-giving, yeah. you know, connecting. Um if I could do that, that's man. Oh, yeah. That's that's the dream for sure. Yeah, I think that's very similar to mine that I I want to create one piece of work and whether it's a book or a painting, you know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. but that just, um, yeah, that re- really resonates, resonates with a yeah. large number of people and that maybe it can kind of stand the test of time. You know, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the thing that people continue to go back to, yeah. um, that it inspires. And the words that I always talk about around my business are inspiration and encouragement. And yeah. I know that they're very like generic words, but they really are. They're the words that I've heard back to me over and over again. And, um, I really want the work I do to be ins- inspiring and encouraging. And while yeah. I feel like I've done a lot of really great work, I don't know if I've done like that work just yet. Just like, yet. I don't know yeah. if, yeah, I don't know. And maybe, and again, that's the thing that like time just tells and you, you don't mm-hmm. always know it as you're creating it. Like you're trying to create it, yeah, but you don't know. It's mm-hmm. because you just never know what's going to be the thing. Um, so yeah. I'm just going to, and I know as you are too, just like keep creating yeah. and doing it until, you know, either, either time runs out or... Mm-hmm. You know, or it, it happens, um, yeah. but it won't be for lack of trying, right? Right. You know? No, no. <laughs> for lack of My volume God, of work, it will not. <laughs> it right, will not. Right. So anyway, in- really interesting questions. So if well, that you was terrible want to, and fun. <laughs> I know. If, if you want to think through your own creative biography, you can find these questions in. The Creative Habit by Twyla Tharp. We both yeah. really enjoyed that book. Great book. And um, I would also say, we were talking about this actually in between um, one of our sessions, that we think that this is a really good way to do it, to do it sort of um, rapid fire yeah. and have to answer the questions quickly and succinctly because I think if we both had a chance to sit around and journal about yep. them and put put together these well-polished answers. I don't know if they would have been quite as, as honest. Mm -mm, Maybe they wouldn't have been. No, they would have been a version of, of this, but it would be, you know, dressed up. It'd be this with lipstick on, you know, it would be the, the Instagram selfie with the filter instead of you just seeing us as we are. I feel like, right. So we were able to answer. And some of the question, I mean, some of the answers I gave surprised me and I'm sure you've, felt the same way. (laughs) So um, anyway, I would encourage you to do it like rapid fire, maybe sit with a friend and you guys do this. So there's that like accountability, Um, but certainly you can do it privately. Just try to do it quickly and honestly, because I think we all want to see 
you know, we, we like seeing those filtered versions of ourselves. That's yeah. when we feel like we look the best, but we don't learn very much about ourselves. It's not very honest and true when we yeah. are filtered. So yeah. Anyway, thanks for sharing us for these little uh, mini episodes and we'll, yes. we'll sneak a few more in here and there um, just to, you know, just give you a little bit more of us to listen to, you know, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Thank you, guys. (laughs) All right. We'll chat with you later and we'll see you. You know, you can find us on Instagram and on our blog and, of course, on the regular episodes of our podcast. So we'll see you there. See you next time. Thanks so much for listening to the Creative Exponent podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johan Wagner. And if you like The Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.